Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. In all four Gospels are recorded in numerous occasions when Jesus said, follow me. Jesus invites his followers to spend time with him, to learn from him, and to follow his ways. That's the journey we'll be taking together through this Lenten season. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, this is it, everyone. We have made it through Lent, and today we begin Holy Week of 2022. Almost 2,000 years ago, Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey on Palm Sunday amidst cheers of, Hosanna! And then just five days later, the crowd would be yelling, Crucify him! We've perhaps become so used to celebrating Easter that we forget to pause and sit in the gravity and impact of those days, those events, those moments that led to the cross and resurrection. I think about those who pause to remember a loved one who has passed when their birthday birthday or anniversary rolls around. Perhaps there is value in finding moments to pause and remember, pause and reflect in a unique way this week. So I'm choosing to do that through fixed hour prayer. This is an ancient practice that we most often associate with monks and nuns filing to the chapel to recite prayers at all hours of the day and the night. But it goes further back than that. There are mentions of David, Daniel, Jesus, and Peter praying in this pattern. That's because it was the practice of the Jewish people to pray at fixed hours. In Jesus' day, it was customary to pray in the morning, afternoon, and evening. Devout Jews would go to the temple at noon and three o'clock each day for prayer. After Jesus died, was raised to life, and ascended to heaven, it seems that the early church continued this rhythm of prayer. And over the centuries, liturgy has been developed, ancient prayers preserved, and specific schedules and hours have been practiced. For most of us, the idea of stopping or waking eight times throughout the day and night like the Benedictine order has practiced is just simply overwhelming and not practical, right? However, I think there's opportunity for you and me to bring this ancient practice into our ordinary days and lives. Quite simply, fixed hour prayer is the discipline of stopping, of putting down work or play to be present with God through scripture and prayer. You're probably already doing this in some way. Many of you may be finding your chair in the morning or the evening at a, at a specific time, and that counts. You have a fixed hour in which you sit in the presence of God. I've got an alarm that goes off just before I pick up my kids from school while I'm in the car, and it reminds me to pause, breathe, and pray. That's a fixed hour for me. Think about your days. Are there moments that can be redeemed, moments that you can intentionally pause to pray rather than playing that game on your phone or just scrolling social media? Of course, any moment can be a moment for attending to the presence of God. Lots of people will rebel against feeling tied to a specific schedule or hour. But consider this quote from author Annie Dillard. How we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. What we do with this hour and that one is what we are doing. A schedule defends us from chaos and whim. It is a net for catching days. It is a scaffolding on which a worker can stand and labor with both hands at sections of time. Now, trust me, I know that spontaneity is good for the soul. I'm married to a very spontaneous man. But I also know that schedule is good for the soul. I feel deeply the sense of schedule that defends me from chaos. And so I've been giving myself to developing a habit of fixed hour prayer. Right now, I'd love to share with you a condensed version of today's morning prayers from the resource I've been using for Lent. It's called The Divine Hours by Phyllis Tickle. The words you'll hear are a blending of words from various psalms with ancient prayers of the church, like the Gloria and traditional prayers of Holy Week. So let's take a deep breath. And would you pray with me? O Lord, my God, my Savior, by day and night I cry to you. Let me enter, let me, my prayer enter into your presence. 
Show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. In you I have trusted all the day long. Let my mouth be full of your praise and your glory all the day long. Do not cast me off in my old age. Forsake me not when my strength fails. Deliverance belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be upon your people. Glory be to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, so it is now, and so it shall ever be, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life, grant that I, who celebrate with joy the day of the Lord's resurrection, may be raised from the death of sin by your life-giving Spirit, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord God, Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought me in safety to this new day. Preserve me with your mighty power that I may not fall into sin nor be overcome by adversity. And in all I do, direct me to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining me in my chair today. If you'd like to share something with me about your own Lenten journey, you can find me at Sarah with an H at whoisgrace.com. If you've been encouraged, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And for more resources from Grace Church, visit whoisgrace.com forward slash read.